Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. I'm Jen Cutter, and welcome to Daily Tech Headlines Week in Review. The U.S. Department of Commerce implemented a foreign direct product rule against Russia, banning shipments on a range of tech products or those made with U.S. equipment without a permit, similar to existing sanctions on Huawei. Exemptions include telecom infrastructure equipment and consumer items, including smartphones. The Washington Post sources say TSMC halted chip shipments to Russia over the weekend, with Global Foundries and Intel saying they will also comply with the sanctions. Meta, TikTok, and YouTube announced plans to block the Russian state-backed media outlets RT and Sputnik on their platforms in the EU and UK. In a related move, Reddit quarantined the subreddits for R Russia and Russia Politics due to a high volume of information not supported by credible sources. These subreddits will not show up in search, recommendations, or feeds, and show a content warning at the top. SpaceX CEO Elon Musk said the company activated its Starlink satellite internet service in Ukraine and is sending internet terminals to the country. It's not clear how widely available the service will be, what cost SpaceX will charge, and how the terminals will arrive. Twitter will add new labels to tweets with links from Russian state-linked media outlets, stating their affiliation and adding an orange exclamation point. Twitter began labeling state-controlled account profiles in 2020, but not individual tweets with links back to their content. The platform will add similar labels to other state-affiliated media accounts over the next few weeks. NVIDIA announced, We are aware that the threat actor took employee credentials and some NVIDIA proprietary information from our systems and have begun leaking it online. The attackers told NVIDIA to pay a ransom or they will leak all the data publicly. NVIDIA says it became aware of the attack on February 23rd and has no evidence it was related to the war in Ukraine. The Dutch Authority for Consumers and Market levied a sixth 5 million euro fine against Apple for non-compliance with its order to allow dating apps to use third-party payment systems. Reuters saw a letter Apple sent to the ACM claiming the solution it proposed previously would require a minor technical change for developers that would not incur a technical cost, a common practice for devs. The ACM said this places an unfair burden on developers and that this letter does not constitute a change in Apple's position, hence the fine. A group of chip makers, including Intel, AMD, ARM, TSMC, and Samsung, announced the formation of the Universal Chiplet Interconnect Express Consortium, or UCIE. The consortium will develop and promote an open-source design for die-to-die interconnects between chiplets to reduce costs and expand the ecosystem of chiplets available. This will rely on existing protocols like PCIe and Intel's Compute Express Link, or CXL. A standardized interconnect could allow companies to easily combine specialized chiplets they design with off-the-shelf chiplets to speed chip development. Ford announced restructuring that will create separate units for its EVs and internal combustion engines, or ICE vehicles. Ford Blue will oversee existing and future ICE vehicles, while Ford Model E will focus on EVs and connected services. Ford also revised its EV guidance, now expecting EVs to make up 50% of global sales by 2030. Sony and Honda signed a Memorandum of Understanding to form a joint venture to design and sell EVs, with the first models planned for 2025. Honda will develop the first model, handling vehicle design and sales, with Sony developing a mobility services platform. The venture hasn't been finalized or named yet, expected to be formed later this year. 
Apple, Google, Microsoft, and Mozilla created a benchmark called Interop 2022, designed to assess how 15 web platform specifications are implemented between browsers. Ideally, perfect 100 out of 100 scores by all browsers would mean sites would look exactly the same regardless of browser. Currently, Firefox's stable build leads all browsers with a score of 69 out of 100, followed by Chrome 61 and Safari with 50. Experimental builds put all browsers in the low 70s. Bloomberg sources say the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission began investigating if NFTs are being used to raise money like securities. The SEC is specifically looking for information on so-called fractional NFTs, which break down a token into units more easily bought and sold. The Wall Street Journal sources say Amazon certified to the Federal Trade Commission it provided all information requested as part of its antitrust investigation into Amazon's proposed $6.5 billion acquisition of MGM. This certification triggered a deadline for the commission to file a legal challenge by mid-March, otherwise Amazon would be free to complete the deal in the U.S. The commission can still challenge acquisitions after the close, and the deal must still pass an EU antitrust review. Epic Games agreed to acquire the independent music storefront Bandcamp. Bandcamp will keep operating as a standalone marketplace and music community, using Epic's resources to expand to international markets and develop new features like merchandising and payment options, mobile apps, and live streaming. Bandcamp CEO Ethan Diamond said it will continue to build Bandcamp around our artist-first revenue model. And TikTok began rolling out support for 10-minute video uploads to all users. This comes after video upload length was increased from 60 seconds to 3 minutes in July 2021. For more discussion on the tech news of the day, subscribe to the Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com, where you can also find the show notes and links to every headline. Please remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines on your podcast service of choice. From everyone here at Daily Tech Headlines, thanks for listening.